0: 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down Folks, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. It's Tuesday. It's August 9th. And, folks, you need to visit the website, dipietro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. Now, last night, it was late. It was after 10 o'clock. Like many of you, I was upset with uh, what happened yesterday with President Trump that we learned that, uh, you know, they— fbi went basically raided his home in mar-a-lago executing the search warrant removing these boxes and so forth but then last night right after 10 o'clock we got word that there was a call an mci mass casualty incident uh above the block Black island ferry so i went booking down there if you want to see the video the, it's uh the video is really exploded it is coverage you see the people arrested you have firsthand accounts of what happened uh as people watched just all hell breaking loose on that ferry you know block island traditionally always has had a nice crowd and then as many of you know it was um it was fourth of july weekend that state senator Tierra mack basically announced you know follow me block island is trash let's trash this place up and boy they got their wish uh you can see the crowd Uh, The crowd that would uh, normally be a Block Island crowd is not the Block Island crowd uh, of years past. And you can see all that at the website, depietro.com. It's disgraceful. The the people were stabbed on the Block Island ferry. There was uh, gunshots, several arrested, bad fight. We also will have that up on uh, the website as well, dipetro.com. But we have video of a fight that started at Ballard's. Now, I've heard from people that said they've gone to um and that was governor mckee that removed the state police from block island this really falls on governor mckee Now people have said they've had this reggae festival last three years never seen a problem well yesterday was very warm victory day vj day in rhode island so the island is crowded a lot of people went out a lot of people uh tiara mack state senator mack you know she was signaling to everybody hey you know you go to block island you do whatever you want and um and during the course of the pandemic a lot of people discovered block island that didn't even you know in the past know that the island existed well they certainly have made their presence felt and uh, you can see the video itself uh you 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 think you're looking at like a gang video with the people that are there uh no respect for anything it was uh granted it was hot and the problem with the island is everyone goes over at certain times and then everyone there's only limited boats maybe there were four boats that took the crowds out maybe even five suddenly there's only two boats left so huge crowds started piling fights started at what's known as ballads and then it just spilled over and then people are cutting the line and then uh, apparently 500 people couldn't get on the ferry uh, that they were all trying to get onto. so then that leads to more problems and um, just an absolute disgrace but you have to see some of the video and again folks i'm not overselling it here it's all on depetro.com. i was also surprised Um, once again state police are not very good with communication Uh, if this were providence police if this were warwick police if this were cranston police um, they immediately would have had a press conference right on site i was at that drowning in west greenwich boom the fire chief of west greenwich uh, gives the press a quick update state police are just they're so inept on this um you see uh armed police with the coast guard boarding the ferry as it's going along something i mean it's like something out of an action movie and um and not even close to any type of statement or anything like that nothing uh really really poor communication with the red state police but something needs to be done and i i blame you know, I don't know what—I could blame a number of different people. I, I know the owner of Ballads, who I, I actually know, is trying to say, you know, well, we only had one fight at our place, but it's there's, it's a certain crowd. And and I know maybe in the past, they say in the past they had reggae festivals, but, you know, with a hot, hot weekend, which it was, this is just uh, scorching heat, and and people having a uh, the holiday, having yesterday off as Victory Over Japan Day— suddenly you just had huge amounts of people going out to the island plus you have the reggae fest and um and the whole thing just turned into a total total disaster so um i'm not overselling it where do you see the video especially one of the the fights that broke out they needed a lot more security where they were having this reggae festival i have a feeling there won't be any more reggae festivals you know and on top of that um i don't know do you really need to have a a festival do you really need to have like a reggae festival in the middle of it's it's a hot uh weekend long weekend in august and it's going to be crowded anyway you know don't you don't you just kind of let the the sun and the sand and the 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 island feel kind of bring everything um kind of isn't that the sell I'm not sure exactly why they felt the need to to um, that they feel they have to do even something like that. But something needs to be done because. And I don't care what anyone says. um, That is not there's 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 a certain group type of group that are attracted to something like that. And there's other types of music that you wouldn't have something like that now if we want to go the extreme end we could say if you were going to just have a small jazz quartet you wouldn't get the crowd but you also wouldn't get the problems so but something um certainly needs to be done now i want to um let's go to the latest now some of the coverage with the uh, raid president trump raid on mar-a-lago let's um good morning america i think has some good coverage let's hear it
1: investigation of former president trump there you see him leaving trump tower last night after news broke of the fbi searching his florida residence mar-a-lago chief Washington correspondent john carl starts us off good morning john
2: good morning george this may be the most politically explosive raid ever undertaken by the fbi it's a stunning development the fbi executing a search warrant at donald trump's mar-a-lago property in palm beach florida place trump is called the southern white house trump himself revealed the news overnight calling it an unannounced raid on my home saying in a statement agents even broke into my safe and claiming his home quote is currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents trump was in new york at the time not mar-a-lago he ignored questions as he left trump tower Federal law enforcement sources confirm agents executed a search warrant at around 10 a.m. Monday. Sources tell ABC News the action was related to allegations Trump improperly removed documents, including classified documents from the White House when he left office. In January, the National Archives retrieved 15 boxes worth of White House documents from Mar-a-Lago with Trump's cooperation sources tell abc news the department of justice had started a grand jury investigation in may into trump's alleged mishandling of classified information they subpoenaed the national archives for the classified material it had retrieved from mar-a-lago attorney general merrick garland has been tight-lipped about any investigations related to trump but he made clear last month that nobody not even a former president is immune from prosecution no person Is above the law in this country.
1: Nothing stops us. No, I don't know how to say that again. No person is above the law in this country.
2: The FBI had no comment, but Trump put out a lengthy statement calling the search politically motivated and attacking the FBI. Though FBI Director Christopher Wray was handpicked by Trump to replace James Comey after Trump fired Comey. Law enforcement sources say the search warrant was approved by a federal judge, something that would have required agents to demonstrate probable cause that a crime or crimes were committed. Republican leaders are lashing out at the FBI and the Justice Department. Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader in the House, for example, putting out a statement saying, quote, the Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. George?
1: John, you called it to start the most politically explosive FBI search probably in American history, but it's not the first time they've looked at Mar-a-Lago.
2: In fact, George, ABC News has learned that a uh, contingent, much smaller contingent of law enforcement agents visited Mar-a-Lago this spring. Uh, Trump was actually there at the time. Uh, they met with his lawyers, and they did retrieve some documents. Apparently, however, they were not satisfied with what they received at that last visit. All
0: right, so that is um, step one. Now let's uh, hear when they bring in uh, Dan Abrams again to go through all of this.
1: Our chief legal analyst, Dan Abrams. First, got to kind of take a breath. FBI raid on the home of a former president. Let's walk everyone through the process so they understand what would have to happen for that FBI search to take place.
3: Right, first thing is they have to go to a judge, right? They have to be able to prove that there's probable cause that a crime was committed and that there could be evidence at this specific home. They have to be specific in the warrant. Judge has to then sign off on that. But even before that happened. Well, that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) Uh, Even before that happened, you have got to believe that the highest levels of the Justice Department signed the off.
1: The White funds. House says they didn't know about it, but clearly Christopher Wray, the FBI director, would have No it. doubt Christopher Wray knew about I it. I guess the open question would be, did Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, know about it, or his deputy Lisa Monaco? I've got to believe that Merrick Garland knew about
3: this. I, you have to. I mean, when you're talking about um, going to the former President of the United States' home, it, it, the implications are so significant that you have to believe that Merrick Garland knew about it, and, and specifically that they wouldn't tell the president of the United States about it. I mean, it's for the same reason that Merrick Garland needs to know about it is the reason that I think they want to make sure that the president doesn't know about it and isn't involved.
1: We, we, we believe they took documents away from, from Mar-a-Lago. There are questions about mishandling of classified information. That, of course, is a crime. Yep. It could prevent the president from running again, although that law is at issue. But there has to be something more, right? I,
3: I, I completely agree with you. That to send this kind of FBI team to the former president's home, there has to be something more than just a Presidential Records Act violation. They have to know something that we don't know about yet. And I think that's why it's really important to pause here. We haven't seen the warrant. We don't know exactly what the possible crime is, and I'm not convinced that it's simply just a Records Act violation.
1: Well, then let's flip that around. If it is indeed just a Records Act violation?
3: I I would think that that's overreach. I think if it's just literally that the the president has documents uh, that he was legally obligated to turn over and there's nothing more... I would think that would be a mistake on the part of the Justice Department. But we have seen great care by this Justice Department not to go too far, which is further why I don't believe that it's just Well,
1: and that that would be different from destroying documents or lying about whether you had the documents.
3: Correct. Uh, But, again, proving that you destroyed the documents is a different issue uh, than simply going there and trying to retrieve documents that uh, the government believes belongs to it. What a case. Unbelievable. I mean, stunning, and that so few people knew about it that it was coming as well. Dan Abrams, thanks very much. You know that's
0: true. There was no Lee again, folks. Good morning. You're listening to the John DePetro Show. There was uh, Dan Abrams on with George Stephanopoulos. Now, I, you know, last night, uh, like many of you, I was watching some of the coverage of it, depending on what channel you were on, of how they were depicting what happened. Anyway, about it, I still would just argue that it's um, it's disturbing it is uh when the fbi is raiding the home of a former president um it 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 is disturbing and it's concerning and i also by the way agree with you know i think their instincts are right um there there has to be something i don't think and i i fully recognize that some people uh, are already trashing you know the fbi um i i'm gonna why don't, we, why don't we wait and see how this thing plays out i i um I, i'm gonna withhold i could easily easily jump on the bandwagon with everybody else but i want to come back to just mention and again folks you're listening to the john de show on this tuesday um the block island thing is just a disgrace and you know that is a, a limited season they're obviously going to be affected by it if you witness what i witnessed last night and check out the website petro.com we have the videos posted um th- th- this is and, and the state police not even debrief anyone last night this is I, I, I this falls on the state police this falls on the governor i is as, as much as you could just you know the a ferry and transporting people and there were families and there were children and this became national news and it's a black eye for the state and it hurts tourism and it uh, tourism is our big card to play and and it's been such a summer of you know hot weather and dry and so dry but the lackadaisical attitude by who you know whoever was in charge of that whole thing they need more manpower they need to enforce things more um and and then whatever went on on the island that those people need to face consequences this was disgraceful and i was there last night um i felt like i was in providence around some gang members that's the and that was never that i remember the type of crowd that would be attracted to a block island but if if you impose lawlessness if you carry this nonchalant attitude of that lawlessness is is allowed then something like that you know can permit it that way but a massive fight on the ferry, and people being stabbed and uh, gunfire. Someone firing a gun, and then the police have to descend on the boat. You know, it was interesting last night that then the people were complaining about the police coming to the boat. I mean, it just, it just doesn't change. It doesn't end, and you go back to you can't. The media won't talk about it. But it was July fourth that state senator Tierra mack went out there and said block island is the place where anything goes and let's make this place trashy and these are you know uncomfortable white people so let's just come out here and shake our behind in the air uh, like you just don't care and let's make a lot of noise and everybody smoke pot and party and and um i, I if i were block island i i some of these people should be banned they should have uh, some kind of weapons detector if you're trying to get onto the ferry. Uh, you, you can't have it. This is, this is absolutely absurd. If I were a business owner on the island, I'd be very, very upset about this. Being there last night, that, that was disgraceful. That is not the crowd that I expected. I felt like I was at a shooting in Providence. Just the attitude, the mentality, the type of crowd that that attracted um Whoever came up with that, I thought it'd be a good idea to have those those types of crowds come out to the island. They need the head examined, folks. Much more head. Donna Perry joins us right here on the John dipietro show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to Atmed Urgent Care. Two locations: fifteen twenty four Atwood Avenue, Suite one twenty two in Johnston, or East Greenwich fifty seven fifty Post Road. Atmed Urgent Care, urgent healthcare facility. Providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families specializing in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment service, at med urgent care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost efficient health care alternative to hospital based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, and trauma, work related injuries physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. you to the John DePietro show. We, take, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Joining Joni, right now, is one of my siblings. She is also an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, yesterday is one of those days we'll go down in history. Uh, interesting on the anniversary of Nixon. But um, uh, and, and it's also, I think, interesting that the person that broke the news that there was a raid at Mar a Lago was in fact the former president himself so a lot to unpack here we're still developing or still trying to get a lot of information here uh but i want to hear just some of your initial thoughts on this now you know they're saying they executed a, set, a search warrant it was president trump that started saying it was an fbi raid uh and then things just went off to the races last night and so it's all it's all new. It's obviously going to dominate the news. It's unprecedented. Uh, but as he was in New York, uh, they were apparently yesterday morning. I, I, they're saying 30 FBI agents it on Mar-a-Lago.
4: J.D., very good to be with you. Uh, and as in all things Trump you continue to have to say you can't make it up with uh, the way these things play out. Um, I would say, I agree with everything you're saying. And I would say the spectacle of it, just my gut in uh first reaction, JD, in the past 24 hours, I, I did think it it's disturbing to see no matter where yeah. you stand on all this. Yes. And I really mean that. Um, You know, I've been critical of him. I don't think I'm in the category of some folks. But I did think it's disturbing, just like they would say the January 6th was the tearing at the fabric of the country, John. I think this is a a new we have crossed, you know, past a new uh, goalpost here because, you know, the fact that they feel. And there has been back and forth about these records. And I think there's a lot more than just the documents, but, you know, they, they have felt he wouldn't cooperate. But the fact that, you know, they know the Trumps don't live there in August, they sent the FBI, this is obviously coming from the top of the DOJ and the felt right. that the the spectacle that they would raid or whatever you want to call it, search yeah. 30 FBI agents took out 15 boxes, it's reported you we know. don't know really um you know john i think just the spectacle all the of all this is very disturbing on many levels um again um you know trump's gonna have his point of view but and as you say in in the category can't make it up in true trump fashion he gets out in front of, of right. his own story that his home is raided in this unprecedented thing And um, it's he who informed the public, the media, you know, the anchors, the New York Times, everyone's taking like his statement first. So, you know, ever the branding marketing guy, even as this is going down. So that's just my initial take on all of it. And I would just say, as you say, John, it's just unraveling, Um, meaning the information is just coming. I I would also say in the gravity of this. And again, no matter where you stand on Trump, I found it from an old PR perspective type of person that it, it was, um, I find it also disturbing that they felt that there was not a responsibility to put out any kind of statement.
0: Yes, excellent point. And
4: And that's just really bothered me, John. You know, in the old, like you could put out the old two sentences, right? Yeah. In the old days, it was a press release FBI letterhead, you know, this action was undertaken today, you know, et cetera, August 8th. But John, the fact that there was zero statement, again, two sentences, you're not acknowledging anything. I mean, you're just acknowledging it. You're not tipping your hand. So I I find that was disturbing. And of course, you just have radio silence from official Washington top to bottom doj white house everything else biden's team is going to pretend we don't know anything about this and all that stuff so on the one hand um it's extraordinary it is unprecedented um i think for old history buffs and people who know anything about their history yeah the on the anniversary of nixon um you know um but I do think in just one night that ha- this has completely upended, by the way, John, all the dynamics of what anyone who is yes. projecting, what's going to go on in this country politically. I mean, that, that's where we are, in my view, right now.
0: And Donna Perry, what's also, and again, folks, please speak with Donna Perry, um, as a result of, you know, that's a very good point. They could have put out something. Um, I, I saw Maggie Haberman, obviously, who, you know, she's got the book coming out and, and she yep. was actually pretty measured, but was as a result of no statement, it then led to tremendous speculation on both sides. And it was, it was just, I felt like you, it was, if anything, it was just very unsettling wherever you are that, and it's, I, I'd be curious to know, so nothing could be reached. And, you know, we started to hear more that apparently some investigators went down there and they He even greeted them and yeah. they were chatting. And this is some, I think, back in June. And so, you know, whatever these boxes are, are inside, you know, one thing we know is he certainly didn't pack them. So, I mean, he's not that type of this 15 boxes. So whatever this is. Right. And when they were down there and there was speculation, they were saying they need to be secured more. But I, I agree. And I think it was Alan Dershowitz that, that took to television last night and said, You know, this couldn't have been negotiated. This couldn't have been. I I don't know the whole thing. I agree with you. I'm anxious to hear more. uh, But I think we can both agree that uh, I I mean, if if they come up empty, I mean, to me, this is like a no win, because if they come up empty, it's bad. But if they come up with something really substantial, I'm not convinced it's a good thing either. So I mean, we have definitely entered into kind of treacherous territory now.
4: Absolutely. I mean, um, and again, that I think they do themselves no favor that there is not the ability to have an upstanding, very short statement, acknowledgement that this occurred, John. He is, some of these pundits are on TV already running away with, you know, they're talking about well, you know, when um, there is evidence and there's not cooperation, John, he's not just any person yeah. in the United States. Is I mean, this it's like moronic when you it see it. And these are people like going on, you know, NBC News in the first five seconds and CNN. He's not just anybody. Um, again, I don't know what he's guilty of. He may have committed a legal offense against the United States government. I right. am not saying I, I know that. I don't know that. Right. But that's the point. You know, could, could they at least have had some statement so that well, Trump himself and, is not yeah. doing the press relations?
0: That's, you know, that's a very good point. And, and we have to believe that again, folks, This week with Donna Perry, it, um, you know, it does immediately reek of I mean, let's throw it out there. He's he's having success with, with these primaries and these candidates. Uh, his candidate won Arizona. You know, yeah. it's up and down a little bit. Uh, they just did the poll over the weekend. You know, they had another CPAC, and he comes out on top. He's still drawing the crowds at the rallies. Uh, you know, I it, it opens up that they simply, <laughs> that they don't want him running again. And they're right. afraid that the way Biden's performing and that it's opening the door. And, and I think what is problematic, Donna Perry, is, you know, and I, I don't we don't know exactly what they have, or what they think they have. Some judge signed off on this. Right. Right. I mean, this is got to be the highest levels. This is Chris Ray, who President Trump appointed to the FBI. And I know people now going after the FBI. Um, these there are ultimately attorneys that looked at this and felt there's something there. And when the investigators went down to Mar-a-Lago, they saw something they thought was there. But i i it 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 sure is resonating as if you know they they want to do whatever they can to prevent him from building the momentum and and running again in twenty four
4: well you know right and yeah. and this doesn't come together overnight so no, like you know hardly. john they they're actually as f b i they're they're sort of very um poor at being <laughs> sneaky because you know then ray conveniently like had his say of last week and then he's like on vacation if I'm correct this week, which people are saying makes that's no sense well at all. right or yeah. or does it make sense, right? So he's right. like unreachable, huh. um cannot make a comment. So I mean again, this doesn't come together overnight. There has been, you know, um reporting has said for a while. Now I realize the Washington Post is rushing out there saying we've been saying for months trump's side was not cooperating um with these records national archives right and and by the way let's be fair here now they're not just cute little you know what i mean commendation statements from he had a lunch with someone in the president of france i mean there are national records um that have to be in the permanent control of the government and by the way all of this is interwoven. January sixth has gone where to the level it's gone now, legally, I would just say, and there's just speculation on this. We have to remember that to me the most important person ultimately that may be coming out of a lot of this was his White House counsel Cipollone. Well, yeah. Cipollone did not just sit for eight hours with the with the committee. There is now a federal grand jury right. uh hearing information so mm you know, I would keep an eye on that. Um, is this related to Mm. what some have speculated and said they believe, let's be honest, they've been talking to many people who worked in his white house at the highest levels.
0: Um,
4: and so did information come from a witness in uh, who has been talking to them? Mm. There is now a federal grand jury. If you're Pat Cipollone, you've had a stellar career. He, John, he's not going to lie no. to a federal no, grand jury to not. save Trump. He's not. Right. And I would keep um, an eye on that one because yeah. I think that information has been put forth. Um, and I would, uh, if I may, I would also note one other thing on this that I thought a little bit was tipping the hand. Merrick Garland's recent interview with NBC and Lester Holt, um, when Holt asked him, you know. Um, attorney general here, you know, what about though the issue of timing and campaigns and all that stuff? Um, Garland is a tough read. I, he's quite a stone face guy. He did not, not reveal anything. Um, and I thought it was one curious comment when he said, you know, um, he just said, I am absolutely not, um, caring or affected by the calendar. And he did say we take in the utmost seriousness, if there was direct interference with the peaceful transfer of power yeah. in this country. Mm. So, you know, do they do they have something that would, was a communication from Trump? Mm. Um, so I, I would just say there's a lot of balls in the air around this. There are. Obviously. And we don't,
0: you know, it's an unknown. We're going to have to wait and see unknown. how it plays yep. out. Uh, but just him being up there, them being thinking fbi 30 of them descending in mar-a-lago going into apparently as a personal safe with some of this stuff is, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is kept and just looking at the way you know the landscape and now you even have vice president former vice president cheney out there bashing president trump because of obviously his daughter yeah it, it just does reek a little bit Donna Perry. of it's it was almost like a it's seemingly a collective like all of them that's ever been connected like we have to get rid of this guy. We have to stop this guy. So, <laughs> again, we, we don't know. We're gonna wait and see how this plays out. Um, it leads a lot of speculation since we don't know. But it was it was very dramatic and and even disturbing. I, I was I was upset yeah. hearing that. Like anyone, like you. And again, it's a former president, unprecedented, and on the anniversary of Nixon. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry, right here on the John DiPietro Show show propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401-885-4209 in massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling 885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 we're speaking with independent columnist she's opinion maker it's donna perry and dj over the weekend uh speaker in waiting kevin McCarthy he was on Fox and friends where your niece works, uh, on Friday. and mentioned, right. Oh yeah, I'm going to be hitting the road. I'm gonna be going to go to Connecticut, going to go to Rhode Island. And that caught a lot of people's attention. Whoa, Rhode Island, including your niece who said, Hey, I'm from there. So <laughs> it turns out that Saturday, right. um, he came to Rhode Island. He, uh, you know, made an appearance on behalf of Cranston Mayor Alan Funk, who by all accounts in these polls is leading in CD2 The uh, a, an exclusive was given to channel 10, which obviously upset the rest of the media, but just, yes. I want yes. to put this in perspective, how significant, um, Kevin McCarthy's not going everywhere. And I, I don't think people fully get like, you know, the talking point amongst some of the people running for management seat Democrats are saying we must prevent him from becoming the speaker well five seats will flip it it's
4: that's right no one is it's saying tight.
0: whether or not they're going to flip it it's like is it going to be 25 seats is it going to be 20 seats or 30 seats um but i'd love to hear your perspective just the significance that kevin Mark mccarthy came into rhode island and spoke glowingly and said we are going to help him get across the district and like make this thing happen
4: Right. That it's huge. And, and I might add, John, I think Fung's team needs to have a little more of a, they need to get in the category of where they, their race is viewed by the speed who is likely going to be the next speaker. Um, and then they were very sheepish about saying he was with him and all that stuff. So I think it is very significant. I think the fact that McCarthy um, is, is making a point of saying we would have a Republican again to, uh, represent all of New England, where it's a, remarkably, there isn't anyone, um, in the house that's kind of actually been that way for a while. So he talked about the significance of Fung being there, um, and how people are going to come around who want to get, you know, more of a Republican's, um, sort of, you know, input and leadership on issues they care about. And so, You know, I think it should be very flattering to Fung um, and his team. And I would say this, despite of what has happened overnight in Mar-a-Lago, I think Fung's team, John, they're not going to be able... I'm not going to say they're not going to be successful, but they need to stop working off these, like, timid talking points. Yeah. Um, Look, it is what it is. There is a way to slice this you can say you know um republican uh platform things and issues and the way we counteract the extremes of the democrats you need my voice there so kevin mccarthy is the highest ranking republican and so we had every right to come and embrace him and i I don't you know um what can
0: he do for him during the campaign what difference does that make right (laughs) no i'm asking you what what can he offer
4: well, there's donors and there's money and there's excitement, and, and uh, in terms of what McCarthy's stature brings uh, a lot to Fung, and and I think those are things that they should recognize, and that's going to be very, very important. Um, so could because- he?
0: And I don't know. Can he? So Donna Perry, can he direct? you know, campaign money to go Fung's way? Can he help them with polling? Can he help them with?
4: Absolutely. Because the, yeah, because McCarthy is going to pick up the phone in five seconds and talk to the NRCC, the congressional committees um, uh, over there at the RNC and say, because again, John, the map is huge and there's lots of people out there. So I think the fact that he's got an eye on, this would be a historic win by the way for an Asian American to yes. represent the Northeast. Um, at, yeah, I mean, McCarthy can lead to some, you know, real strong armed donors. Um, that's how that would work. And, you know, and that, that really helps a candidate. If you have some donors coming in and then you're not just putting so much emphasis on part of your team, just chasing, chasing dollars. Cause we know the Democrats certainly you know, find their way to dollars. So I would say in that way, that way alone, that's very significant. Um, How
0: would you maybe have handled um, the visit different? Um, you, you know, it was a mystery. You could even see, I'll, I'll point to Ted Nisi was openly putting that it's radio silence. You know, McCarthy saying he's coming into Rhode Island. We don't know anything about it. Comes in and out. Media made a big deal. That Fung, the Fung campaign, was silent about it. He did put out a statement last night. I thought Susie GOP chairwoman, had the the best quote. It was in the Boston Globe saying, "Hey, newsflash: whether or not Allen wins or not, McCarthy will be the speaker. It's just a matter of whether or not Ronaldo right. wants to be at the table." But Donna Perry, what about the decision to give an exclusive uh, to Channel Ten? I, and I get you know, maybe fearful that the entire visit turns into questions about Trump, Trump's question on January 6th, (laughs) but it is, you know, uh, that's not the type of thing that's easily forgotten.
4: No. And I, I think the fact that, you know, when you look at the political reporters um, I don't know to, and I'm not trying to pick one person over the other, but I, I think that McCarthy is a major figure did they want to have some open widespread or let everybody stand there and then they're going to ask questions about Trump and Fung doesn't want that. And he doesn't want those questions when they're standing together. But I I would put it this way. Um, McCarthy is a big boy and he is in a very high profile spot. And I think he can certainly handle himself. So I think that there could have been, you know, there's a way to do it. You can have the press availability He's not standing with the candidate. It could have been a separate schedule. I don't know. You know, they can work those logistics out. Um, but I would say that, you know, you'd also don't want to come across like you are insulting McCarthy, by the way, like like hiding that he was there. And I think, again, I think in light of also what's happened in the past 24 hours or so, John, they're going to have to have they got to take it up a notch. Um, yeah. You you can't pretend Trump is the elephant in the room. Um that's just going to be that way. I think Fung needs to have more confident, uh, confidence. He is well-liked in Rhode Island. He is, you know, and you can be a moderate, and you can say, I'm going to go and get things done. And by the way, if the Republicans have the House, um, have the leadership, that's how you can get things done. Uh, I'm not going to worry about Justice Department investigations. You know what I mean? There's like, they need to be, you, you can't duck all of this. Um, and, and there needs to be a way to, um, and in fact, you know, put out a statement soon and, and just say, this thing happened. Here's what my campaign is focused on. And you just got to keep at that. Um, there are ways to do it, but you can't also be afraid of that. And, and when the reporters want to just say about, you know, Trump, 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 you, the Fung has to be ready right there and say, here's what I'm worrying about. A, yep. B, C, and D. Right, you know, and and get surrogates. By the way, they've never been mm. good at this in Rhode Island with Republican politics. Get the surrogates all on the same page. Um, well, so right now say, there are
0: none. Right, right. saying anything. So I don't know about getting them all on the same page. Right. Uh, well, of have course. To create a couple. Um, I, I I I don't know. I don't know, but and, and I I am not sure. Uh, some of it is to be inside baseball, but at the yes. same time, um, you know. People have short memories, a couple people. I, I, I don't know. The fact they put out the statement last night leads me to believe certainly could have put it out on Saturday night. Uh, right. I I don't know. There was nothing to be embarrassed about If anything you want to be
4: right. honored. Right. It's
0: tremendous that he's willing to come in. It shows how strong the campaign is. You know, we want representation. He's gonna be the guy, and I'm gonna have a seat at the table. I mean, I I I just I'm not sure of uh, how they were operating that that somehow got that it's like they should almost uh, be embarrassed, take the, you know, check and slip my the last door. If I can Jean,
4: my last 10 seconds on this from a PR standpoint, whenever the media starts talking about Trump, Fung should start talking about Biden in five yes. seconds. He should say, no, here's what I'm worried about. Did yes. you think inflation went down? They passed a bill with the name inflation on it. It doesn't That's mean right. anything. That's you know right. um, your gas, you're still paying a lot for that. Yeah. Um, you know, and and they really so the minute they talk about Trump, he'll say, hey, "I'm going to talk about Biden, and here's yep. why we need better leadership and a Republican in the in the uh, delegation."
0: Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry, right here on the John DePietro Show. J Perry Paving, folks, you can depend on J Perry Paving. They provide high quality. Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand-new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for j perry paving the KUI set in 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island Tradition. Since 1977, delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast, is waiting for you at the Coheset Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coheset Inn. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, speaking of Biden, you know, that was the headline. Uh, he finally had a good week. Did he have a good week? Did he have enough of a good week? I I still, you know, we've talked about it. I think I agree. The age thing still just doesn't go away. Um, it is August. All this jumping up and down. It's almost, you know, they want to see him do well, but I'm, yep. I'm not convinced. I don't think the dynamic has been, has been changed. I just don't.
4: I don't. I think it um, was kind of a one to two day story of victory if they want to see it that way. But I also think the way the media played it, that it was more like the Democrats in Congress's victory, that they had this marathon thing. They passed this bill. John, but the average person isn't going. They don't say, oh, they passed legislation. You know, that's right. what people inside Washington. That's how they talk. Number one, I don't think there's anything in there that, by the way, has any tangible impact on people who feel like very tight budgets right now, number number two. And I just, you know, I don't think that, I think any little, what, couple of points in the polls that Biden maybe is going to see, well, that just kind of gets obliterated um, by other events come along. So the idea that, that, oh, he's back and they passed this bill again. That, that's to me that, that's how you know legislators want to talk about it that way. Um, and I think it's just, like I say, you know, they, there is, are a lot of arguments about this legislation because there's actually tax increases in it, and even though yes. they're saying, oh well, that's for wealthy people. Well, no, if you run a small business, you, you probably have a six figure. You know, bottom line. So uh, you could easily be seeing higher taxes. Um, they've to- they've already pointed that out. A lot of people have written about that. Whether you're a small manufacturer, uh, you have a lot of that in Rhode Island. So stop saying it's not going to be about taxes. It is. Um, and like I say, you know, them them calling an inflation reduction act. Well, that's laughable. For it it some something passed by Congress that Biden's going to sign does not. And all reduce inflation. That's right. Um, so and I would also just say what's now occurred, John, any talk of Biden's having a big week that just went off the news front page That's right. right away.
0: Yes. It I now mean, becomes so. all Trump all over again. All Trump. Donna Perry, what did you make of the story? A uh, very lengthy story of Vanity Fair about Rachel Maddow. What was also interesting was uh, when I think they were even surprised that she was not Bad mouthing tucker carlson and said actually this is his moment and the guy's really talented and i didn't know apparently that one time they even worked together
4: i didn't uh, know that yeah yeah
0: so but just what was your take on the i i don't get the whole mad out thing to begin with i mean they're paying her more to not work and even just a picture now so now she's off chopping wood somewhere like i don't understand any of it but um but just i'd like to hear your thought on it
4: (laughs) Well, first of all, um I will I've never been a big fan. Yeah, You're right. I'm, I'm not. not there's a cult I think around that. Yeah. Um talk about Vanity Fair, John, devoting uh, I don't know how many thousands of words to the like yeah. come on. But I, I'll give her this. Boy, talk about someone who's extracted a bigger contract out of NBC. That yes. that goes back to Katie Curate's, right? <laughs> the, they, the thirty million or something to yeah. to like basically live Cannot in her yeah. in her country house in Western Mass. Um, and you're right i I do think that it was interesting, and I'll give her that like I think what she was trying to say, which maybe you know there are people who get like spastically upset about Tucker Carlson and what he you know what he his show and what he puts out there, she was complimenting him in this way, and she said he understands television yes. and he understands um broadcasting and and connecting to the audience in a way that you know in the old days that wasn't how people you know delivered their commentary so um you're right like they used to work together I didn't know that um and the fact that I'll give her that like she she didn't like give some you know tear him down comments um she obviously I think indicated I'm diametrically opposed to the way he views everything um and try to say he's dangerous and things he puts out um and i don't know that i that's a fair term for him i think he knows he they do a lot of research for his show but she was not um she was complimenting him there's no question about that and i think that might have surprised people um and especially in the msnbc orbit um that she was not going to just use that opening and she said he knows who his audience is Yep. and some would argue, John. To be fair, well, so does she. Does so you know, she? Yeah, <laughs> and she's gotten very—you know, she's gotten pretty rich on a smaller, uh, but very, very loyal more. audience.
0: Yeah.
4: Over what 15 years she was doing that nightly, so
0: that's right, folks. Again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker Donna Perry DJ. Great job as always, uh, boy. Never dull moment. Never. This is in, uh, the throes of August, and we will talk to you again. You bet. Home Again Consignment, located Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or sell in consignment, and estate sales are provided. It's Home Again Consignment. Call John, 401-463-3310. Again, located right in Warwick in the Governor Francis Shopping Center. Home Again Consignment The Senadale Revival. Stop in and see them comfort food and cocktails. You're going to love the Senadale Revival. Located 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Right in Senadale. Right across from North Providence Town Hall. Delicious food. Delicious drinks. Live entertainment on the weekends. Shane and his crew, they're waiting for you. A great time is going to be had by all. At the Senadale Revival. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence.